fighting for freedom every day. You as the individual, you have the power. You don't have to join a union. You go in as an entry-level position. You get the experience that you need. And then as you work up, you get better at your job, which means they pay you more. If they don't pay you more, then you go to another company to show what you've learned and what your value is to where you can get more. If they really don't like that, then you can go and start your own damn business because we have a free market laissez-faire capitalist society allegedly, to where you can actually go off and do your own thing. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hoosier Reason, the voice of reason, Andy Hoosier. I am not Andy Hoosier. I'm just funning with you. Mark Walters, host of Armed American Radio and Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, sitting in for the one and only Andy Hoosier, the voice of reason today here on fantastic KQAM, Wichita's Big Talker. Love you guys, and I am just absolutely thrilled that I have the opportunity to sit and chat with you today arguably about some things that I never get to talk with you about. And I am really looking forward to doing that with you today. However, I'm going to I'm going to trick you a little bit. Yeah, I'm not going to trick you. You're too smart to be tricked. What I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you a question that I want you to think about in your own mind as we go through the program today. Think of it as a theme of the program. How does all of this end? I'm not talking about the world. I'm not talking about apocalyptic stuff. I'm not talking about Mad Max. I'm not talking about, oh, what is it? The Book of Eli. Remember that great movie with Denzel Washington? Fantastic movie. I'm not talking about the apocalyptic stuff here. Water world or any of that. I'm talking about the current state of American politics, the state of our nation, which absolutely is broken. Politically speaking, we're in a world of trouble. And I want you to think about this in the back of your mind as we have this discussion today, because it doesn't require me to go into the same things you've heard about time after time after time. I don't need to go into details about Hillary Clinton being a criminal. You already know that. I don't need to go into details about a weaponized IRS. You already know that. And you know it's about to get worse. So I don't need to go into those details. Lois Lerner showed us that. A few years ago, remember her? Oh, good heavens, terrible stuff, right? Well, it's about to get worse. I don't need to tell you what the media has been up to over the last 25 plus years. You already know it because you can see it. I don't need to tell you that the FBI has been weaponized and did its part to see to it that Trump wasn't elected. I don't need to talk about those things on an individual level and analyze each of them individually because we all know what's happening. So here, this is where we're going to have some fun today. What is the end result of all of this, of everything that you and I know is happening in America today? What is the end result for conservative viewpoints in America? What is the left attempting to do to you? What are they trying to turn America into? And how does all of this turn out? I wish I had the answer. This is a provocative discussion. It's an uncomfortable conversation that many don't want to talk about public. Too bad. We're going to and we're going to do it today. I have no idea how it's going to turn out because I don't have the specific answer. I want you to concoct the answer in your own mind and think about these things, not only as we go through the program today, but also as you wind down your day, as you go to bed tonight, lay your head down on on a pillow. I want you to think about, hmm, how does this turn out? How does this work? You see, American politics We've always been able to go after our political opponents. I mean, American politics, it's a blood sport. It's a full contact sport. It's not for the faint of heart. It's tough business. 
and it's getting worse. But there was a time in America when these discussions led to actual real debate. Think back. I don't have to go back back that far. We can go back to Reagan, Tip O'Neill. Remember those days? Many of you are old enough to remember those days. I am. I wish I wasn't, but I, but I am. I was in college during those days, and I remember them very, very well. Tip O'Neill, I couldn't stand the guy. Yeah, I couldn't stand him. His politics. But I'm sure Tip O'Neill was a nice guy. Juxtapose that over to Nancy Pelosi. Can't stand her. Don't want to meet her. Nancy Pelosi's nothing but a vitriolic, hate-filled liar. Remember her tearing up the speech? Things have changed. I I could never have imagined Tip O'Neill doing that. He and Reagan disagreed vehemently on policy, but they were close personal friends, both of them and their wives. They had dinner, if I'm not mistaken, I think every Tuesday in the White House together. These men respected each other. Those days in American politics are over. So where is the road leading now when we don't have that type of? of discourse between our elected officials. We can fight, we can go to the mat politically every single day, but we can shake hands, smile, laugh, have a cocktail, and eat a steak afterwards. Those days are over. You know it and I know it. So let's go here today. That rule in American politics that you can go after your political opponent with every single thing you have has changed because it now has a different devised outcome, and the left is very, very good at playing this game. So I ask you the question again, how is this going to end? Why am I asking that question? Here, let me, Let's think about it in these terms. You have Democrat friends. You probably argue with them politics. I hope you don't walk away from those arguments. They're not healthy. Let's have those discussions here on the radio waves. But stand up for your values and your beliefs. I will tell you that in personal conversations. I, I have family members like you who sadly are not welcome at my home for dinner anymore. And I mean, family members. That's a sad place to be, isn't it? You have the same thing. Do you experience the same thing? Do you wonder how this turns out? Are they all of a sudden going to be welcome back in your home one day? And if so, what catastrophic event made it possible for you to shake hands and sing Kumbaya together with this person who was close to you that is no longer welcome in your home or your life. Maybe you don't have somebody in that situation in your family. I hope to goodness that you don't, but many of us do. Understand something as we move forward today in this discussion, and as you think about this, as we go through this conversation today, how does this end How does this work? You have a gut feeling like I have. I know you do. I've spoken to a number of you, KQAM listeners. I I know you. I know the audience. I know how you think. You think like I think. And, And while I enjoy that, it's also kind of frightening because we know we're on the right track. We feel the same things. We understand these things in our gut, and our gut instincts are generally always right 99% of the time. Ask yourself this question. How is this going to end? How is this going to end for America? Are we going to all of a sudden hold hands and sing Kumbaya with the left tomorrow? Are you interested in talking to Nancy Pelosi about anything that matters in your life? Do you believe she is interested? Do you believe Chuck Schumer is interested? Do you believe you could have a conversation with Chuck Schumer? Do you believe the president of the United States, the great uniter, phony liar that he is, Joe Biden, is interested in having a conversation with you? Absolutely not. He isn't. He's demonizing you every day later this evening. Joe Biden will give a speech in Philadelphia. 
later today. And he's going to do what? Do you think Joe Biden is going to extend an olive branch and apologize for the vitriolic rhetoric that's been coming out of his mouth, demonizing you as a conservative American because you don't think like the woke left? I can promise you that won't happen. Joe Biden, like every other Democrat in leadership, has shown absolutely zero intent whatsoever to talk to you, to debate with you. It is their way or the highway. Now, I started my day today watching, and this is true, I do, I do this in the mornings now because I can no longer turn on quote-unquote news to start my day. I get a head full of it every single day. So I turned on, I was watching Looney Tunes cartoons. Love that stuff. And then I watched two or three Bewitched episodes. Love that show. Reminds me of being a kid, and I just think it's cool. That little Tabitha kid can twinkle her nose or whatever she does, and she turned herself into a cookie today. This is a great escape from the realities of the day. Why do I tell you that? Because I want you to not start your day filled with anger. It's not healthy for you. Try to do that. Turn this stuff off. Get your news from other sources later in the day. But ask yourself this question. As we approach tonight and Joe Biden speaking in Philadelphia, what is Joe Biden's end game? What is the left's end game? What is it they want? It's agree with me or the hell with you. How does this end in America? Because I'm going to tell you right now, it has to end. America is on a path of destruction if it doesn't. You know it. I know it. And I can hear some of you out there now. I can hear the wheels in your head spinning. I know how this ends and it ain't going to be pretty. You may be right. Again, I do not have the answer. I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I have the answer to this. It's just a question I want you to think about maybe in ways you haven't thought about before. I want you to get in touch with your gut feeling and think about these things. Maybe prepare for some things. On my programs over the years, I've often stated that if the Democrats continue the push in the direction that they are moving, which is Marxism, socialism, communism, if they continue this push, Good, decent, hardworking citizens in America, that means you, are going to be forced and required to make decisions that you never thought you would ever have to make here in the United States of America. And I'm going to go a step farther here on today's program as we fill in for the great Andy Hoosier. You're going to likely see things that you never thought you would see in the land of the free and the home of the brave. You never imagined this happening. Maybe not even as recent as five years ago. Maybe as recent as three years ago. And then there are those of us who felt this rock in our gut, this pit in our stomach, that something is terribly wrong many years ago. We've seen this coming. Now, I could take this all the way back to Woodrow Wilson. I'm not going to because we don't have to. We only simply need to go to the state of modern politics. We know what Hillary Clinton did. We know she's committed crimes. She's whitewashed 30,000 emails. We don't need to go into the details of that because we already know it happened. We know she skated. We know she's likely never going to be punished. We now know the FBI was covering for Hunter Biden. How do we know that? Because Mark Zuckerberg, the lunatic leftist billionaire funding of Stacey Abrams and other Democrats around the country, flat out told us so. And we know the calls for the investigations against the FBI are likely going to go nowhere. Why? Because those calling for it are not in positions of political power now. 
We know that the FBI will skate. What's his name? See, I don't even want to talk about him. I don't even want to name his name. T-Balt, there, I did it. He walks away and retires. Coincidence? No, it's not a coincidence. The man's busted. Time to go. We know what he did. We know the end result. We also know it's likely because cynics, the cynicism in us, we've watched this for years. No one's ever held accountable. How does this end? If no one is ever held accountable, how does this end? Oh, wait a minute. You're thinking, wait a minute. They're always trying to hold the right accountable, but never themselves. Look at what they've done to Donald Trump. And remember when I tell you this, the attacks on Donald Trump are attacks on you. Not Donald Trump. He represents you. He represents the macro. He's the micro of the equation that represents the MAGA world. Those evil. What did Hillary Clinton call us? The basket of deplorable simply because we support a candidate that isn't her. God forbid. How does all of this end? Is it getting better today? No. The rhetoric is getting worse, and we're going to talk about that in the next segment and throughout this hour with you today. And again, I want you to think about this, maybe in ways you've never done before. How does this end? Keep that in your mind, because it has to. It must. America cannot continue to grow and and thrive and survive as the republic that it is meant to be and designed to be. As long as this continues, how does it end? We'll talk more about it when we come back. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. When Reason Meets Radio. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back. Mark Walters, Armed American Radio, sitting in for the great Andy Hoosier, The Voice of Reason. Andy, I love you, man. I I, I hope you're having a great time enjoying some much-deserved time off. KQAM listeners, Wichita's Big Talker, you've got a great one. We love you guys. Thanks for tuning in today. I appreciate it. I, I appreciate the opportunity to talk about some of these things in a way that I don't generally get to do. I usually tie them back to gun rights, which is really simple to do. I could do it right here. And, you know, maybe just for kicks, as we say, that without getting kicked off the radio, maybe just for funs and grins, we'll do that at the end of the show because it matters, and I'll explain that in a minute. Let's continue the conversation. I'm asking you to think about how all of this ends. How Just how bad is it? Marjorie Taylor Greene was swatted because the left doesn't like her. What is the tactic used by the left? And that includes the mainstream press incredibly dangerous entity in America. I would argue and have for many years that the mainstream media is the single most dangerous entity this country faces. Why? Because when you control the message, you control the masses. That's the that's the equation. Control the message, control the masses. It's that simple. That's how you control them. Control what people hear, what they see, which which creates ideas and creates what people think and formulates their opinions. You ever talk to a leftist who wasn't tuned in all day to MSDNC and CNN? Had a conversation with a good buddy of mine yesterday whose leftist brother was in town, loves him to death. They're great friends. They're politically, their ideologies are completely different. I met him. He's a great guy. We disagree politically, but at least we were able to have conversations as human beings. But he came to realize 
that he didn't have any idea what me and my buddy were talking about when it came to Hunter Biden's laptop because he's been watching MSDNC and CNN. That's where he gets his information. The lies of omission are immense. When he found out what we were talking about, he opened his eyes and went, oh, geez, I didn't know that. That's the power of the mainstream press to formulate opinions and ideas in people. When you combine that with social media, 24-7 news, you have got a very dangerous, very powerful entity, I call it, because it is real. And it is destroying the psyche of this nation. But what is the tactic in play here? What are they doing? How are they using that massive power? They're forcing People to think about conservatives using assistance from the mainstream press and social media, two very powerful tools in their tool book to create and demonize. They're creating an image of people they hate and people they want to destroy so that they can later justify hating and destroying that individual through the image that they created. This is a tactic that's been used throughout human history. Our government does it. We do it with people we can't stand that we know we're later going to off. Okay? It happens. It's been happening throughout human history. Demonize your opponent. Get people hating them. Then you can justify anything it is you want to do. Why was Justice Brett Kavanaugh's, and I say the criminals. Let me me back up for just a second. Why were the people who, who showed up at his home, for example, never prosecuted? Have you thought about that? Of course you've thought about that. We're not going to go into the detail because, again, these are things you already know. But when you ask yourself in the bigger picture, how does this all end? Why are they not prosecuted? Why were Antifa members who burned cities down across America from 2020 on not prosecuted for these crimes? Why did Kamala Harris, the VP, and her organizations raise money to let criminals People we saw on video committing crimes. Why does a CNN reporter stand in front of a burning building and call it a peaceful demonstration? We've seen that. Why does that happen? What is, clearly, they're trying to promote something. Of course, we know that is gaslighting. How does it all end? What is their end game? Marjorie Taylor Greene was swatted just the other day. You are being demonized and you will be demonized again by the president of the United States later today. I can promise you that's coming. How does it all end? Keep that in the back of your mind. Mark Walters filling in for the great Andy Hoosier. We'll be back right after this. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Bring some reason into your day. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back. Hoosier Reason. Andy Hoosier, the Voice of Reason, is out today. Mark Walters, Armed American Radio, sitting in the chair, filling in for Mr. Hoosier today. It is an honor and a privilege to do so. And I wish Andy the very best on his day off as he enjoys some time with his bride. Much needed time. We're going to continue this conversation. I was thinking during the break, when I get talking about the media Oh, oh, that's a pet peeve of mine. I've been a media critic publicly for many years, and I stand by everything I've said about the mainstream press over the years. And I'll tell you why I do, because I'm right. And I know you feel the same way I do as a conservative. I I remember George Bush. I think I go back to Ronald Reagan, if I'm not mistaken, 
And I can hear Reagan say, well, the conservatives have always had to face that. It's just part of the way the landscape is. I don't buy that. I don't buy that we have to accept a biased, hate-filled press that hates half of this nation because of the way we think. I don't buy into that. The media needs fixed. As far as I'm concerned, some of their actions, like lies of omission, intentionally eliminating stories that Americans need to know. To me, that's criminal behavior, and people should be held accountable criminally. I can hear several of you clapping in the background because I know you agree with me. I know you feel that in your gut as well. We've been watching this and experiencing this as conservatives for decades in our own lifetimes. We've seen this. And I can remember, I am old enough to remember back when you got your news at 6.30 at night and most Americans watched Walter Cronkite and the other two networks. And I can remember watching the shift. Now, Walter Cronkite came out as a goofball, complete progressive liberal about 20 years after he retired. And yeah, there was a little bit of bias in his reporting, no doubt about that. And it's easy to look back in hindsight because hindsight is high definition, rear view mirror. We can see everything much clearer in hindsight, obviously. But for the most part, we got pretty much straight up news for the most part. I can hear some of you screaming at me as well, who are old enough to remember those days. But again, I I say this and I mean it. For the most part, we got straight up news. Do you alarm strong stepped on the moon today at blank, blank, blank time. Then he moved on to the next story. That was news. We don't get that today. And we saw that eke into CBS with Dan Rather Biased, right, who is still out there, by the way. I mean, I don't know why anybody pays attention to this lunatic on Twitter, but they do. The power of the mainstream press. I got to thinking about this during the break. Let me go here for just a moment, because this is where people get their think. This is where people get their group think. And I like to use personal family stories to to tell you this stuff, because I know you probably have someone in your family the same way. And I'll give you a real life example from my own life. I don't have any brothers. I have two younger sisters. Uh, My mom was pregnant for three years in a row. Bam, bam, bam. I was first 11 months and three weeks later, my sister. And a little bit after 12 months, maybe 14 months later, my, my youngest sister was born. So it was wham, bam, bam. But I don't have any brothers. But I have a cousin who is very, very close to me. My mom is one of 16 kids. That's right, 16 kids. So she or most of her her siblings were older and out of the house by the time she was born. So she was very close with her youngest, her closest siblings. Consequently, when I was growing up, those were the cousins in the extended family that I was very close to as well. One of them is a highly educated cousin of mine, Ph.D. Kid is an amazing, he's a musical genius. And he decided to go off, get his Ph.D., went into psychology, does criminal psychology. It's amazing conversation with him. Uh, but he's a left wing loon. He is a far left, damn near communist left wing loon. The conversations we have are remarkable and very rarely do our voices elevate. But when they do, it gets pretty hairy out on the front porch. I can promise you that the point that I'm making is I've cornered him a number of times because I've asked him specifically, where did you hear that? Where did you get that to try to prove my point, which I'm always able to checkmate him in? We he heard it on the news and he will readily admit the news is the news he watches, which he says tends to mirror the way he thinks, which is MSDNC and CNN, LOL. This is where this highly educated individual is getting his information. And the information he is getting is not the same information that you may be getting if you're looking at various sources of news. Now, he does that. He'll go there. He'll disagree with one side and default back to the MSDNC, CNN, LOL, etc., But that's the power of the mainstream press that can take an incredibly intelligent individual and sway their mind to a particular direction 
that becomes the basis formed of every argument he puts forth to support and defend his political leanings and agenda. And I guess we're all like that, right? In a certain sense, that's the power of the mainstream media. That's why some of these people, I believe, should be held criminally accountable for intentionally omitting the lie of omission, as I call it. This is incredibly powerful stuff. The Democrats know how to play it because they have the media in their hip pocket. It is that simple, and they are doing it expertly right now, today. They are now calling Donald Trump a semi-fascist. They're not calling you specifically, but they are. That's the intent. Demonize Trump. Anybody, as far as he is concerned, Biden and the rest of the Democrat leadership in this country is concerned, and their masses are following along with this. That's the goal. Because they know these plebes will follow anything they tell. It's the Pied Piper all over again. Blow the whistle and they'll follow us. Don't believe me? I hate to tell you this, but go to Twitter and read the hate-filled, divisive rhetoric coming from the party, the tolerant liberal left party. Again, I don't have to get specific. We can talk in generalities because you already know these things. We won't waste our time getting too specific. But as far as, uh, as, far as Joe Biden is concerned right now, it's MAGA Republicans. That's painting a picture of you and the media pressing this issue. You're seeing the pundits on some of these stations, if you're watching them, literally begin to demonize doing the dirty work and the bidding coming from the shot callers at the top of the Democrat Party, which is Joe Biden, the great uniter, who is anything but. Joe Biden is now lying to Americans, telling Americans that it's the Democrats that are pro-police. And you're expected to believe this? Unfortunately for the Democrats, we know you don't believe it. It will fail and it will backfire on them. But as they continue this march forward of lies to literally redirect the conversation, how does this end? As you sit and watch this, you have that gut feeling. You know, what the hell is going on here? Yeah, you are truly living in an upside down world. They're painting every single Republican. Let's take January 6th. They won't put it to bed. Why? Because it's a perfect play for them. They are using January 6th to demonize every single person. 80 plus million Americans who voted for Donald Trump, roughly half the country. Now, let me be very clear with you. Some moron standing in the halls of Congress with a goofy horn helmet on does not represent my conservative point of view. Never has, never will. But it doesn't matter to the Democrats. They have painted all Republicans with that brush of January 6th because they know the media will do their bidding for them. Where does all of this end? It can't continue like this, can it? Joe Biden, in his own words, you can't be a party of law and order and call the people who attacked the police on January 6th patriots. You can't do it. Who is? They're telling you that the Republican Party is calling them patriots. They're telling them through the media that you as a conservative are calling them patriots. This is painting a picture of division and fueling hate in America intentionally. What is their end game? How does all of this end? Joe Biden, again, later tonight, will slam you as a conservative under the auspices, if you will, of being a uniter in chief, which he is not. We will build a future. Will we build a future, he says, or obsess over the past? Will we build a nation of unity, of hope, optimism, not a nation of anger, violence, hatred, and division, which he is accusing the Republicans of? 
while dividing the nation, causing anger and, yes, violence. See Antifa and riots over 2020. How does all of this end? Why are none of those people in the slammer where they belong? Why is none of that happening? Trump, with the extreme MAGA Republicans, have made their choice to go backwards, full of anger, violence, hate, and division. But we've chose a different path. They haven't chosen a different path. The path that they are choosing is the one of division, violence, hate, and anger, all while telling you, through their friends in the media, that it's you. As you sit here and wonder, How in the world is this happening? Why is this occurring? How does all of this end? Do you think it ends with the two of us sitting down at a table? And I say the two of us metaphorically, but Democrats and Republicans shaking hands, singing kumbaya and apologizing to each other. It ain't going to happen. So in the final segment of today's broadcast, we're going to get a little bit provocative, maybe a little bit controversial to some who don't want to talk about it, because I'm going to tell you right now, I have absolutely zero interest in sitting down with any Democrat in a position of power who is trying to destroy the life I'm building, who wants to sick the IRS on me with 87,000 new agents, who is bribing new voters, thinking they're bribing new voters, with this handout, this, yet again, another government bailout in the form of loan forgiveness, which Nancy Pelosi has already said the president can't do. She's on record saying that. I'm not going to play the tape for you. Just trust me. She said it. You can go out and find it. I'm not interested like you are not interested at this stage of the game of sitting down with anyone who wants to destroy me. How does this end? What does that mean? What am I saying? I want their ideology crushed. I want it destroyed and I want it wiped off the U.S. map, period. It must be. Let's talk fascism because they like to call you fascists, don't they? Do you know what fascism is? As we close out this segment, let's go here. Fascism, and this is according to Merriam-Webster, not this crazy conservative talk radio host. It is rule, control, or leadership by one person with absolute power. Synonyms to fascism. This is where you really get into the weeds. Big brother, big brotherism, communism, Nazism, absolutism, authoritarianism. Everything they're painting Donald Trump and conservatives as is exactly what they are. Agree with me or the hell with you. Big brother, don't worry about it. We'll take care of you. You're all set. We'll pay off your notes. Yes, you'll be so happy and so thrilled. How do you think this ends, ladies and gentlemen? We have one more segment to talk about it when we come back, and we'll go there. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Fighting for freedom every day. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Here we go. Mark Walters filling in for the great Andy Hoosier, the Voice of Reason. I appreciate the opportunity to chat with you about some of these things and be able to ask you some of these questions that are scary to ask but have to be asked. We talked about the mainstream press. We talked about the Democrats and what their game is. What is their end game? Their end game is to dehumanize their opponents so that they can do whatever they want to you. And legitimize it. Pretty frightening stuff, but we see it every day. Again, we don't have to go into the weeds. We mentioned some of these things on the surface. We already know what the Clintons have done. We already know what 
what the IRS has done. We already know what they're planning to do with the IRS because they've telegraphed it for us. We already know what the FBI is doing. We've seen it. We know it. We know what they're doing to Donald Trump. The destruction that they tried to cause him from day one wasn't specifically Donald Trump. It was to wipe out a political ideology that stands in their way of global dominance. That's what's happening. It's right before you. You can see it. You can smell it. You feel it in your gut just like I do. And that begs the question, how does all of this end? Well, I'll tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. If the Democrats don't back down, it don't end pretty. You, as a law-abiding American citizen, hard-working, tax-paying Wichita, Kansas resident, are going to be forced to make decisions that you never thought you'd have to make. What do you mean by that, Mark? I'm going to tell you right now I don't know because it hasn't yet manifested itself. The Democrats haven't yet gotten there, but we're getting close, aren't we? Watch what they're doing as we approach the midterm elections. Watch their rhetoric get worse. Listen to Joe Biden later this evening. You'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Dehumanizing an opponent, in this case, political opponent, so they can justify whatever it is they need to do. The ends justify the means. This is classic. We've seen this played out throughout human history. Is it that you need to be shut up? Is it they need to stop you from having a voice? Well, wait a minute. Hold on a second. They wouldn't do that, wouldn't they're the party of free speech. They're the liberal. They're the tolerant party, except when they control free speech, such as Twitter, Facebook, etc. They silence you again. You already know this is happening. I don't need to go into this. So let's just tie all of this together. How does this end? It doesn't end pretty. Now, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I have the answer. But let's look at some of the things that Kathy Hockle has said in New York. And I'm going to I'm going to paraphrase this. This is a sitting governor eh, installed. She wasn't elected. And there's a real possibility she could lose up there in New York, by the way, which would be wonderful for the nation and even better for New York residents who have been living under Democrat tyranny for decades. Kathy Hockle said, if you're a conservative, get the hell out. I'm paraphrasing. Leave, she said. Here, I'm not paraphrasing. Go to Florida where you belong. You don't share our values. This is a sitting Democrat running the state of New York, telling her political opponents to get the hell out. Kathy Hockle believes that or she wouldn't have said that. That's real hatred coming from an American politician. We see the same rhetoric coming from Maxine Waters. We see it coming from Nancy Pelosi. We see it coming from Chuck Schumer, also from New York. We see it coming from Gavin Newsom, etc. How does this turn out? What is it Kathy Hockle wants? If I were to tell you that I was the God of all things New York and that I could tell Kathy Hockle tomorrow in a private meeting that I will wipe out all Republicans and get them out of her state, however I need to do it, would Kathy Hockle embrace that? You're damn right she would. She'd be thrilled. Think about that. How does this all turn out in the end? Does the country split? Are we barreling towards civil war? I have covered on several occasions the crime against Kansas speech in 1853 that, looking back in hindsight, telegraphed for us what was getting ready to happen 10 short years later in the United States of America as the state of Kansas was debating whether to enter the Union as a free state or a slave state. I've covered it for you on multiple occasions. We don't have time to go into it now. But suffice to say, that wasn't a very pretty chapter in American history. Could it happen again in this country? You're damn right it could happen again. 
And I will tell you this, that if the Democrats continue this push to demonize and dehumanize and delegitimize our institutions of government and a political opposition that they oppose, this country is headed down a very dangerous path. But you already know that. Again, how does it end? How do we stop it? It starts at the voting booth. It starts in November. Does it end at the voting booth? I certainly hope to God it does. Because nobody wants to see the end result of what could happen if this nation doesn't fix itself and fix itself quickly. Very dangerous times ahead? Or do we go back to sanity in this nation? The media already out of the box. Social media out of the box. It's not going anywhere. I want you to think about these things as you lay your head down to go to sleep tonight. Thank you for listening to me today. Thanks to Andy Hoosier. I'll see you on the radio.